Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 29, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. Welcome, everybody. It's great to be here again uh, for another Healing Insight podcast. Hi, Jay. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Yes. Episode 29. 29 weeks we've been doing this. Oh, I know. It's impossible, does it? We'll soon be clocking up a year. Uh, <laughs> well, we know it. We're already halfway through. Indeed. 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 So, yeah. Interesting wow. stuff. All good. All good. good, definitely all good. So today we're going to look at not feeling good enough. And I'm sure that it's something that everybody's experienced at some point. And there's loads of different reasons for not feeling good enough. Um, and I can <laughs> kind of, if I go back into the depths, <laughs> I can think of experiences at school, in my childhood, where I didn't feel good enough. Um, and so because I didn't feel good enough, I've looked for outside validation, which actually I don't really need. But, you know, it, this is about being in touch with ourselves again, isn't it? And, and realising that we all have our own gifts. We all have our, our, our own uh, paths and we have everything that we need to be good enough to complete everything that we wish to complete on our journey here. Um we're at our highest potential and that's really what we're aiming for is to be reaching our highest potential yeah i, I agree that the, the, the first thing or the, the most important thing is firstly we do all I've, I've not yet and i'd love to meet someone but i've not yet come across anybody that hasn't had feelings of not good enough about something in their life um in all of the people i've met and certainly the coaching i've done I think the important thing is one of the things you said was that actually when we understand that we don't need external validation, that someone else's thoughts about who we are or what we are or whether we're good at something or bad at something is actually irrelevant. What matters is what we believe. I mean, just to start to start the, the ball rolling, I guess, is just the, the thing we talked about previously in the episode, you know, my whole painting journey was me, 13 teacher telling me I was not good enough to do art so don't do art O level you know um, and yet here I am this many years later having gone through a lot of stuff in terms of self-growth and, and self-development and, and looking at my self-worth and then thinking well actually it doesn't matter art subjective I'll just do my own thing and see what happens and here I am x number of years later selling art so it doesn't matter what someone else believes. It, what what matters is what you believe. So it's where you are, whether you're taking on their belief as your belief, which we have talked a little bit about beliefs before, but obviously um, that's something perhaps we can touch on, touch on in a bit more in the future. Um, but it is about understanding that actually what someone else thinks about us is it doesn't matter. It's their opinion. Absolutely. It's just their opinion. And what really matters to me anyway, is that whatever we 
feel that we need to be involved with or doing that we always do it to our best ability and that's all that matters um but but we've been programmed to believe that other people's opinions matter and that starts from very young parents telling us that we've done things right or we've not done things right um and then going into school and you know getting your marks and getting your ticks for, for getting things right and that's all kind of um accentuating the need to get things right all the time and and to be perfect and um and if you're if you're not getting top marks then you're not good enough and and that depends then whether you've got parents that reinforce that because they want you to achieve certain things but but it's coming back to what's right for me what are my gifts and this is something that I feel is so important is that we need to look at what our own gifts are because we're all gifted we're just gifted in different ways and sometimes it's not recognized in um in children and it's not developed and I think you know one of the things that I, I feel is really important is is recognizing that in children and, and I've seen it with my grandchildren my, my granddaughter Alicia who's the eldest one she absolutely loves football she is brilliant at football and um her mum is and 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 i are encouraging her with her football and she plays for local team and she's now just got into an academy for girls which is absolutely brilliant that she's doing it but she absolutely loves it and so and that's one of the key things is you know if you've got a skill that you love you need to be doing it Yes. And I see it with my other granddaughter, Sienna, who loves dance. She loves being up on the stage. And so she's she's um, doing street dance with a with a dance company um, and absolutely loves doing all of all of that. And so she's been encouraged to do that. And, and both of them are having are getting encouraged to do the things that they are good at. And this is what builds self-confidence in people. But when they're pushed to do things that, that don't interest them, that they're not particularly good at, or they're pushed because they've got to achieve certain things to get where they want to be. And yet those things kind of don't resonate with them or aren't comfortable for them. Then this is where people can start to not feel good enough. I think also not feeling good enough can come from parents' expectations as well. And how many parents live their lives through their children or try to? Mm -hmm you know, trying to get them to to do the things they didn't achieve or they thought they should have achieved or, and I, and I know um, I had that with my nursing and I know that mum was really upset after I did midwifery that I didn't go on and be um, a queen's nurse, which was the, the original name for a district nurse. But it didn't interest me. It wasn't what I wanted. It was what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And, and and the attitude was, well, you're not a proper nurse unless you're a district nurse. Yes, I am. Qualified nurse, you know, but that was the the perception that she had because of her best friend's journey with nursing, mm-hmm. um, and she wanted me to achieve what her best friend had had achieved. But that wasn't for me. That wasn't my path, and I think that's important as well. But it, it did affect my self confidence because it was like, well, you know, you're not achieving what I want you to achieve. But but what? our parents want for us and what is right for us might be two completely different things. Yeah. I think there are a couple of things just going back to a couple of things that you said. I think just because we might not be destined to be a top selling author doesn't mean we can't write mm. just because we aren't necessarily going to be 
a famous Michelin star chef doesn't mean we can't cook good quality food. Yeah. And I think the problem is that society, uh, I'll throw that word out there, but just generally the focus is on failure and that failure is a bad thing. Failure isn't a bad thing. Failure, life is about learning and we learn through the things that don't work. We yeah, learn, it's mistakes, isn't it's, it? I, yes, I, I, like, I do one. this with my students. It's a mistake. Yeah. As in like, you know, where the, where the filmer, when they're doing a film and they get the clapperboard and they go, oh, it's, it's a mistake. Let's take it again. And, and that's all it is to me. It's, you know, a mistake is a mistake and we just need to look at it again and, and change the way that we're doing something to achieve whatever we need to. Trouble is that the stigma that failure has, you know, oh, don't talk to him. He failed at his business. He's been bankrupt. He's this, um, you know, she's no good as that. Uh, she couldn't make a successful business in that whatever area blah 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 but the problem is that that just because a business doesn't work doesn't mean another business won't work it just means that that business wasn't right for you whatever if you, you know i'm sorry i'm going in my head to a business owner i'm thinking of where there was a lot of self-belief issues because of a failed business well I've had ups and downs in my business. You've had ups and downs in your business. We've both okay. tried stuff over the years that haven't worked. It doesn't, that you know, some people might say, well, that campaign or that pro, um, focus failed. No, what it did was we explored something that we felt in that moment was the right thing to explore, but it didn't work out how we intended it to. So the outcome was different to our expectations. Yeah. That's fine. And that takes, that takes us back then to the journey, doesn't it? Because it takes it's us to courage. And, and it's the courage of, 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 as you say, it's the courage of looking at that and going, you know what, that's not working. So what can I do to change things to make it work? And, and it's not just in business, is it? No, you no. Know, it, in, in any kind of workplace. And I've certainly been in, in um, work environments where I've just, I've not, I've just not progressed because it wasn't the right place for me to be. I was there because of other people's expectations and I didn't realise it at the time. And it was only sort of further down the road when I explored other things and other ideas um, that I could possibly do. And it's like, oh, actually, you know what? That would make me really happy. I'd really enjoy that. Well, let's do that. And then suddenly I excelled. Yeah. And this is the thing. So it's kind of like, isn't it? It's looking at, and it comes back to what will make you happy. What will make your, your heart, heart sing? sing? What will make your soul sing? Yeah. And you need to be doing in all areas of your life. You need to be doing those things. Yeah, exactly. Make your heart and soul sing. Yeah. That make you want to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. That that that, that you feel passionate about because when you're when you're passionate about something, it builds your self-confidence, it builds your self-belief. And you put the energy into whatever it is that you're doing that makes you so happy. And, and then it becomes a success in, in however you term success. And of course, success has been um, the, the way that people look at success is, is often termed in ways of um, whether you've had promotions, whether you're getting um, extra, you know, your money's 
materialistic. Going up, yeah, it's all kind of in monetary terms. But to me, success is whether what you're doing makes you feel happy. If it makes you feel happy, if your whole life flows, then you're successful. Even yeah. if you you aren't a millionaire or you're not earning you know a big salary each year if 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 you are happy in yourself then you're successful but being a millionaire doesn't make you happy necessarily no it doesn't you know i mean there comes a point when the amount of money that you're earning versus the amount of you know, the amount you have to pay out in bills and things at some point once you hit a particular point it doesn't matter how much more above that you earn it's not going to change your life style I mean, yeah, okay, fine. You might go out and buy three yachts and four yachts and multi, you know, you've got 20 different classic cars and you've got this big million pound mansion, but are you really happy? And when you've bought all those things and you've still got more money, at some point, the money's not going to do anything for you. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day... It's, it's all about going back within, isn't it? It's what makes you feel happy. It's what... Um, it's what gives you self-belief in yourself it's what it's what what you enjoy doing that you excel at and you can see this is my gift this is what I need to be doing this is what I'm good at and this is you know one of the things that I think that that the education system um fails in (laughs) we're talking about failure but it it doesn't identify children's real gifts and that's what we need to be doing and getting them focusing on their real gifts and then just making sure that they've got the skills that they need to be able to live in the world when they leave school but they should be in my personal opinion um focusing on the things that that bring them joy the things that bring them happiness because we all need to be in a state of being that is one of love and joy yeah. And not one of frustration and fear and anger. It, it, you know, it, it should be one day that and, is joyful. And the problem is that generally people focus on the negative. So if you do something good, you might get a bit of praise. You do something bad and you can guarantee people are going to come down on you on it. You know, if you do something wrong in, in air quotes, you know, if if so in school, if you get an, uh, you know, a fa- if you fail a, a test or something like that, then it's almost like you're held up as a you failed. You've got to do better. You've got to do better. But you get an A or an A plus. It's not like, um, oh, well done. Well, it might even be, a, oh, well done. You know, it's that whole scenario of if you if you fail, you're useless. If you don't fail, you know, this is what you need to be. You need to be getting A's, everybody. You need to be doing this. And the trouble is that, that what that does is gets people to focus on their flaws yeah. Rather that. And and I mean, what is a flaw anyway? It just means we're not as good at something as somebody else is at that same thing. It, But like I said, you know, we're, we're not all destined to be best selling authors or best selling chefs or best selling business no. owners. We're, we're, we're here yeah. to do what we're here to do. Absolutely. And, and we need to be to be recognizing our own growth and not be comparing our growth to somebody else because when we compare ourselves to somebody else then that's that affects our self-worth and our self-belief and so we start to feel not good enough because we're not achieving at the level that they're achieving but their gifts are different to to my gifts 
and and you know it's looking at your own journey and and even within school looking at your own journey how you've perhaps you know I used to struggle with maths for example um and and if I was to look back I probably would see how I improved in maths and actually the improvement was more important than whether I actually managed to get A's all the time yes and that's the point the only that's the the thing that's important isn't it yeah the only reason to look back is to see how far we've come yeah and the only person we should be comparing ourselves is to us in the past yes exactly and that's what I tell my clients you know and my students you know because I've had people who say oh I'm not doing as well as her and what have you and and I'm like don't compare yourself to somebody else look at where you were to where you are now where were you before you know how were you feeling before you started to come in to see me or started having treatments with me now look at where you are now what's changed and and I remember a client <laughs> saying to me no oh, I can't see anything to change nothing's changed nothing's changed and then she went well I'm not arguing so much with my husband anymore <laughs> it's like so nothing's changed <laughs> no nothing's changed nothing's changed oh but I'm sleeping better oh so nothing's changed. And and she used to make me laugh every time she came because she would she would say to me, nothing's changed, nothing's changed. And then these little snippets would come out and it would be like, so it has changed. Things have changed for you. There are calmer. You are calmer in yourself. You are happier in yourself. But, but you know, um, sometimes as well, I think people's expectations of what they feel should the, the, the change should be. It's not always what it is, if that makes sense. And this is why I get my clients to look at the state they were in when they first contacted me to where they are after a few treatments down the down the line. Because especially with what I do with the energy healing, sometimes the changes can be quite subtle. And sometimes the changes are not necessarily what the person expects them to be. Um, but nevertheless, there is change. So it's 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 so getting them to look at where they were and where they are now just gives them a better overview of the changes that have taken place so that they can see actually yeah I am changing and I have got more self-belief I I, um, do feel more comfortable with myself I I am recognizing that I'm stepping out and doing things that maybe I wouldn't have done before because I didn't feel good enough so does that make sense yeah yeah absolutely you know we need to focus on the positive progress we're making with the things that we have perceived to be issues. You know, you've got to remember, so for an average person who's 45 years old, you've probably had 44 years of being told you're not good enough at something. Um, so change happens and change can happen instantly. I could say something I have done in coaching sessions where one thing I've said has made a a significant shift in that moment and you can see it in the client and they recognize it in that moment on other occasions it can take three or four sessions to deal with one particular issue so for people who've been programmed for 40 years 50 years 60 years whatever whatever age we are and and however you know whatever our life has been up to that point to then necessarily expect massive change you know it it can happen yeah, but it's actually, it, but but change can take time. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, the, the first part is realizing, recognizing that there's a problem and realizing what it is. The, the, the hard part about change is changing your behavior and your actions, which are going to change the outcome. So if someone 
says something to you and that trigger's not good enough and you'll naturally go into yourself and go quiet and, and sit there and, you know, whatever it is, content, you know, reflect on everything and go into that self-dialogue, that's perpetuating the not good enough. Mm-hmm. If you want to change that, you have to change your behavior. So someone says something to you which triggers you, you then recognize, oh, that's triggering me. Ah, okay, there's something I need to address here. Or you could just go as far as, right, I'm just going to go out in nature. I'm not going to let that get me down. I'm just going to go out in nature or or whatever it is. We've talked about these before. Things that energize us. Um, Go out and do something that makes us feel good to counter and to take us away from that spiral of, oh, see, they're just proving that I'm not good enough and they've just reminded me and that's, you know. Yeah, I, I've certainly worked with clients where um, we've done the energy work to to clear things around not good enough, um, and that's helped to shift things for them. But also, I've have got them where they've um, had um, a blessings book, and mm-hmm. I get them to write down ten things a day, and and ten's a good number to use because it makes you really think um, of what they can be grateful for. Yeah. So you know, it might be. Um, smelling the the roses as they're walking down the street is actually taking that time to stop and smell the roses and really taking the scent of them or it might be the fact that somebody um said good morning to them as they were walking their dog um or perhaps the fact that they've got a roof over their head they've got clothes on their back it, it, you know it's it's anything and everything to be grateful for and you can do it with with skills as well so you know um having gratitude for um being able to communicate their needs of um being able to do their job well or um to, being able to to uh, deal with a difficult situation with the children or whatever it it might be but it takes the focus away from the negative it's about looking at all the positive things that you've achieved in that day that um and when you take the, the the focus away from the negative and focus on the positive, you get more of the positive. And that's what the universe does. You know, the more we put gratitude out for everything that we're achieving that's good, the more of that that will come to us. So so taking that focus away from the not good enough to actually I'm really good at this and I'm really good at that. And, and so let's develop these areas and the areas that I'm not so good at let's see how we can improve that because it doesn't mean that you should ignore those areas but they're areas for improvement and and then it comes back to again looking at where you were before you started improving that area of your life and where you are now with it and seeing that there has been change and there has been improvement yeah focus on what you have not focus on what you don't have and if you look at you know lots of things like goal setting and and stuff and yes we absolutely can focus on things we want that we don't yet have. And yes, if we do it in the right way, the universe will align things such that they come into our life. They come, you know, we manifest them into our lives. But that doesn't mean that that's the only thing we should focus on. So like you, you, as you rightly said, by focusing on the things we have that we're grateful for, look back and, you know, look at the things that you didn't have that you now have and where were you before then? What were you thinking about that led to manifesting those, for example? Um, so, um, so I was going to go down an example, but I don't, this is not necessarily relevant. But the point is, at some point, we didn't have what we have today. So we have manifested where we are today. So trust that we will manifest what we want and need in the future if it's done in the right way. But focus on 
being grateful for what you have rather than focusing on the, the, the oh, I haven't got that and I really need that. So if we if we go down, uh, where am I going with this? So if we go down the route of, uh, right, I need more money. I want to go on holiday and I don't have the money to go on holiday. So I want to manifest the holiday. Okay. We can easily go down the route of, well, I don't have enough money, so I've got to manifest money. I've got to manifest money. I need more money. I need more money. Which puts us firstly in the lack mentality that there isn't. So I haven't got enough. There isn't enough sort of dialogue that we can go through. Um, we're also getting into that want scenario. So the subconscious mind goes, oh, you're wanting this. You're wanting this. You're wanting this. So you like being in this place of wanting. So let's keep you in this place of wanting because that's clearly where you like to be. So there's a whole load of stuff that can come off if you get too focused on how am I going to do it? I need the money. I need the money rather than, for example, having a vision board. We've talked about before to having, say, a vision board of a holiday. And it could be anything that means to you uh, that, that means something to you about a holiday. So it could be a beach. It could be hills. It could be a little cottage in the middle of the country whatever it, whatever it means to you and then sit there and feel the emotion and the desire and the happiness and the gratitude that you would feel that you will feel when you're actually there yeah because that and and let it go don't worry about how it's going to work how it it's will to, yeah because it, it comes it, when you let go the how it comes in ways that you don't expect it, doesn't it? I've yeah. certainly had things happen to me where I've just let go of it and it's come in and it's like, oh, wow, that's amazing that it's come in like that. Um, and, and yeah, it's just so important to do that. It doesn't mean that you don't have to take action. No, I mean, it really isn't a case of just sitting here and thinking, right, I want this in my life. Vision board, there you go. Now I'm just going to sit here and wait and just wait for it to happen because it's going to happen because clearly that's how it works. I'm just going to sit here and wait. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. We still have to like take action. Mm -hmm. We still have to do things to move it forwards, but let go of the outcome. Let go of the how we're going to get to that outcome. Just allow the outcome, but focus on the actions that you need to take, but not in a. So focus on doing so. If you're running your own business and you want more money, then go and get more clients. But don't worry about where the clients are going to come from or how it's going to happen. Your focus is I want this holiday or I want this for my business or I want this in my life or I want. And then just do the things that you do and that you feel drawn to do that are going to attract the right opportunities into your life. Does that make sense? Yes. Good. You're looking That's... a bit puzzled there. That was all. No. No, it doesn't make sense. I just, I'm just processing everything. It's okay. My, my brain is going where, where, clunk, clunk. Yes, that makes sense. Good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. And it, and it's just taking when you, when you're focused on the positive like that, it just takes your focus away from this. I'm not good enough because we're all good enough. We're all good enough to achieve everything that we want to achieve in our lives. It's just that we've been told. That we're not and we started yeah. to believe it and then if you can let go of that belief and realize that you're good enough to achieve everything you want to achieve then you can do that and and we can all do it and for some people they will turn things around really quickly and for others they'll have to do it in baby steps and that doesn't matter what matters is that you recognize that you can achieve anything you want to achieve 
but it's down to you to take responsibility for your situation and your actions and then do something about it to to put the changes into place that you need um, and recognise that you are good enough to do that. Yeah. Topical one, Um, seeing as we're now uh, beginning September. So students that have failed their A-levels, does that mean you can, does that mean you're useless or, or a failure? No, it just means that you weren't, able to regurgitate the information you were supposed to regurgitate under pressure in a fixed time period yeah you know i'm well look at simon our brother simon i mean he left school after his a levels and didn't go to university for five years he worked for four or five years before he went to university as a mature student you know even if you can't get into university after doing your a levels because you don't get the grades you want doesn't mean you can't go to university or doesn't mean you can't go to the university you want to go to. You might just have to put a bit of extra work in to retake something or to do something extra to then get on the course. There are other ways of doing courses. There are open university. Okay. There's lots of opportunities. Absolutely. It's but it's not- also recognising sometimes as well that that maybe university wasn't the right thing for yeah. you. You know, and and um and 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 that certainly was my experience. It wasn't the right place for me to be. Um, but that didn't mean that I couldn't still be successful. I was just successful in a different way without going to university. Yeah. I went on and did higher level courses later on in life. But, you know, it, 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 it was important for me to recognise I needed to do what I was good at, not do what other people thought I should be doing yeah and that's something you and I both got in common I didn't do a levels well I you did a levels I didn't but I didn't do a levels I didn't go to university but you know I'm I've had successful jobs in employment and I've got a successful business so you know I'm happy I'm more than happy and grateful for where I am yeah absolutely and I think it comes back to that again isn't it it's recognizing if you're happy with what you're doing and if you're not then change it, change it, change it and do something that makes you feel happy. Because when you feel happy, you recognize that you are good enough. Yeah. And when you realize that we are responsible for our own lives, you know, if you're like you say, if you're not happy with it, the only person that can change it is you. It's you. Yeah. So whatever it is for you, you know, if you're not happy, change it. Yeah. Do some and, and if you don't feel good enough, then, you know, look at why don't I feel good enough? You know, what is it that I, I need to change that will make me feel good enough? What is it that makes my heart sing? What is it that makes my soul sing? What is it that will make me get out of bed every morning with, with, um, with a lot of passion and energy to get on and do what I need to do? Because that's where you need to be focusing and that's what will give you your self-belief back. Yeah. And if you're really, really struggling, then Sarah, you know, you and I are both here. So contact us reach out to either of us our emails are on the podcast episodes um you know you can certainly find both of us contact details just reach out we're happy to have a chat with you at some point if you need it so okay so interesting topic Mm. something that um all of us i'm sure have experienced at some point so um so yes Stay positive, focus on what you're good at. And until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. And you are good enough.